Hello and welcome to my podcast series. I'm going to be discussing several key men and male mental health issues that I have experienced as well and being diagnosed and suffered for a long time. I thought I'd touch upon some subjects in the hopes to guide, inspire and give hope to those or, you know, show that there is light at the end of the tunnel and also raise awareness about those issues that I still think are not being or having enough done to help, you know. So today I'm going to be talking about men's mental health in general, um, in particular how it's constantly overlooked, it's always shrouded or covered up or dismissed in a toxic masculinity thing you know I don't don't even know how to describe it to be honest apart from it's bollocks like things like man up or men don't cry or boys don't talk about feelings or men don't have emotions or you're a man you shouldn't be sad or down you know and you know it's crazy I mean seriously you know, what, the, the most damaging thing that I've found about this toxic masculinity, and I'm going to touch on it in episode 10 in more detail, but I'll just briefly outline it, is how the statistics for suicide in particular are so mal-dominated. I'll just give you the statistics. Three in four suicides in the UK are men. That's 74% of suicides are men. Yet, no big media platform, no big news station, no big TV campaign for years and years and years has ever addressed this. You know, I've got another pet peeve, but again, I did say episode 10 is really explosive because I actually unleash on those that are failing men. But anyway, so let's take it back. I'm sure many of my male listeners out there, and I'd even hedge a bet that a few of the female listeners have probably actually used the phrase that the men have heard, like, oh, man up, pull yourself together. What's the matter we are? What's wrong we are? You're a man. You know, my earliest memory of that was my, who I then thought was my dad. But we're going to that in another episode. We're saying, boys don't cry, men don't cry. You're a man of the house, you're the oldest. If you cry, I'll give you something to cry about. You know, hearing that when you were like, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old, it sticks with you. Now, just to give you like a bit of like a reference, I was born in 1979, so my toddler and preschool years were during the 80s, and as yous of over 40 will know, the 80s was a very, very different era when it comes to discipline and how you raised your children and what went on in the household and what was swept under the carpet. And I was a teenager in the 90s, and it was a very, very difficult time because even schools were 
very much geared towards making sure the females were okay because they were too worried about, oh, you know, what if the girl gets their first period? How are they going to cope with it? Us boys were just left to get on with it, you know? And, you know, you could probably link bullying into this as well. And I've, I've got a, 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 the second series I'm going to be talking about mental health and the effects of bullying and why bullies bully and what happens to someone that is being bullied. Like, again, I'm going to be focused more on the men's mental health because, like I said, we are overlooked. Just because we're men, we're expected to be tough, to let it run off us like water for ducks back. Why? Let me ask you all, why? Why are men expected to be like that? Why have we got to be like that? Why does society deem us necessary to be like that that makes no sense because if that was the case and we were successful in doing that then someone please explain to me why why 74% of suicides in the UK are men does that add up to any of you out there if we are tough and we are emotionless and we can survive, and we are the hunter, the gatherer, the, the protector, then why is male suicides over 70%? Three in four suicides in the UK. It's a man. But yet, we're, we're the tough ones, right? We're the ones that have got no emotions, right? We're the ones that have got a man up, right? We're the ones that are told men don't cry, right? No, that's crap. That's bullshit. And I'll tell you what, I think society has to accept some accountability to that. It doesn't matter how, how you were raised, what the situation was or how you was taught. I think it's quite clear that society now has to step up. The, the, the generation before my generation has to say, do you know what? We did. We treated you wrong. We taught you wrong. We shrouded you wrong. We should have allowed you to talk. We should have listened when you spoke. We should have recognised that you needed help. So, you know, I'm all about breaking the stigma, breaking the silence, raising awareness. I do it across the board. You know, if, you, if you're on my Facebook, you'll know that I do this quite a lot. I used to do a lot of live videos about it. Very candid, very honest. Swore a lot. I'll try not to swear too much during this podcast. But I did. I fought very hard for it. Because I've survived a lot. I've been through a lot. You know. So my main aim really is to get this stigma broken. You know. Let's not punish men for wanting to talk. Because society, the generation before mine, when they punished boys that were becoming young adults into men, if, when they punished them or stifled them or silenced them, that man, three in every four of those men, are no longer on this planet. They're now dead. For them, the pain stopped. But for their families, their friends, maybe they even had children. 
And for those people that actually loved them, liked them, cared about them, that pain continues every day. And then they're reminded on the anniversary. So the journey I'm going to take you on is, is, is going to be, it, it, it's, you know, it, I've written the five of the ten episodes. I've had five kind of like bullet pointed for me on what to talk about. And there's a couple that even I'm going to struggle with. They're going to be mentally tough for me to talk about. They're going to be emotional because they are, there are memories that I've still tried to bury. And I've only ever really touched on them, like kind of mentioned them. I've never gone into detail, but during this series, series I'm going to be diving even deeper into those areas. So, yeah, that, that um, you know, it's going to be tough. But where are we in a world where we don't talk honestly? Where are we in a world if we don't talk candidly about what really is going on? You know, I'm not an angel either. I mean, there'll be parts when you'll think, fucking hell, you're a bit of a dick or a bit of a cunt or a bit of a wanker, really. But, you know, everything in your life contributes to the way you react, the way you behave, the way you feel mentally. You know, so I'm going to be telling my story over the next 10 uh, the next nine episodes after this, to give you an absolute, hardcore, raw, candid understanding about someone that grew up being mentally abused and physically abused. The trials and tribulations I've had, the, the successes, the setbacks. You know, I'm going to be talking about the mental health services that have failed me. I'm going to be talking about the police when they failed me. I'm also going to be giving praise to those that did step up and help because it was because of those that I'm here now telling you my story. And although it's a story that goes back from as far as I remember, I was about eight years old, is my earliest memory, and I'm now 41, so it's a long, long time. It's not going to be in 10 episodes, but I'm going to do my best. Some will be short episodes, you know, like this one, but others will be longer you know and I just hope you join me on this journey man or woman you know because you might you might learn something I'm not saying you will you might you know I'm not here to preach I'm just here to tell my story and tell it from my perspective my point of view how it affected me and what I did to get through it how I survived and how I became uh, the man I am today you know um I'm not successful, successful, but, you know, I've got a pretty decent life. It's all right, you know, considering I was told by a psychiatrist I should have been a suicide statistic by the time I was 21. So that would just give you, like, a little bit of a glimpse into the future of where the series is going to go. But I've got to end this with a warning. As the series progresses, it is going to be very raw. I am very honest and open and candid about everything I've suffered because I think in this instance, honesty really is the best policy because there's a lot of people that will suffer and they'll know what I've gone through because they've, they've gone through it themselves. But on the, on the outside to everybody else, it's like it's almost like uh, sugar-coated or dressed up or coloured in a little bit. You know, they don't tell the whole story.
So what I hope to achieve from this is that I tell this story in such an honest way that anybody that it connects with goes, do you know what? That's what happened to me. That's what I went through. Or they can tell their, their side of the story that, that kind of resonates, you know? So this, it's difficult. It's it's going to be up and down. It's going to be kind of a roller coaster, but I promise you this: episode ten is going to be brilliant. It's going to be explosive, and it's really going to hopefully catch the ears of those, the powers that be that can make changes. Because that's what I'm hoping to do. I'm hoping to get this as popular as possible. So, I mean, the best way anything can be changed, awareness can be raised, is by sharing. Okay. We can share a post on Facebook. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Doesn't mean you listen, did it? So if you do listen and you give a share, give a comment and say what the episode made you feel, what you thought about the episode. I don't care if it's even bad. You know, to, for me, for this, for awareness, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So even if you want to slate me or slag me off, share, slag me off. You know, I, I want the listeners because I want the people above me as high up as possible to pin back their luggles and actually listen and then start asking questions. You know, by the time I come into the second series, I want, I want people in positions asking questions. I want the system challenged. So let's go on this journey together. Ten episodes for the first series. Let's see how we go. All I ask is... Just share it, you know, just share it and let people know that this is out there to listen to so that, that they may come and listen to and, you know, who knows, I might connect with a few people, you know, it might resonate with them. I might be able to inspire them or guide them or help them get through some tough times because, look, it started when I was eight, I'm 41, I've come through it, but I still do have my bad days so thank you for taking the time out finding my podcast and listening my name's daniel brooks and i'll see you in about a week's time for episode two and in the meantime look after your mental well-being thanks for listening <laughs>